0: Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Real World Nutrition Podcast. This is episode 45, and it is a continuation, or a part two, so to speak, from last week's episode 44, Revisiting Protein. So last week's episode addressed where we can get protein in our food, besides meat and without supplements, and how it's not that hard to get adequate protein in in our diet from the foods that we eat even if we don't have meat regularly. So today I'm going to address how much protein do you need? And as I said in last week's episode, protein of course is found in all the food groups in varying amounts. And most people, at least in the United States, do not have difficulty getting adequate protein in their diet. It really isn't a problem. So people may feel that they aren't getting enough protein or they may worry that they're not. And what I do see is one of two things, or not just one of two things, these two things. One they don't realize that they are getting enough protein because they don't know that it comes from so many food sources. And I address this in plant-based versus vegetarian. I have addressed it in the food sources of protein and then as I said in episode 45, sorry, this is 45, episode 44 on where we find protein. And here's the other thing that I find very common people aren't eating protein correctly. And not to say that it's a wrong way to eat protein, but they're not eating it in the right way throughout the day. So I'll get to that in just a minute. Now, how much protein do you need? The amount of protein that we need as humans, first of all, is not, is not related to, to male versus female. A lot of people think that is the case, but gender or sex, more specifically, is not considered when we are calculating protein needs. So protein needs for healthy adults or the recommended dietary allowance or the the recommendation for minimum protein needs to avoid deficiency is point 8 grams per kilogram, which is about 0.4 grams or just under half a gram per pound of body weight. And that is true male or female. Now, this is the minimum or the low end of what most people need. And I should say addressing mostly healthy adults most people are getting way more than this recommendation. So I often see that people are getting twice that recommendation easily. Now, just to put this into perspective, that RDA for protein or that 0.8 grams per kilogram would mean that a person who weighs 150 pounds needs a minimum of 55 grams of protein. And getting that amount should not be an issue to consume through food alone, without supplementation, without any type of protein supplement. Now, there are cases where people do need more protein, and those are individuals in a growth state, such as pregnancy, growing a second human, or tissue repair, and this could be for athletes or people recovering from surgery or injury where they need to repair tissue, not just as part of daily activities, but when they're going above and beyond activities of daily living. So these individuals have a higher need. But we also have a recommended maximum of 1.6 to 1.8 grams per kilogram or that would be about 0.8 to 0.9 grams per pound. So less than a gram per pound. Not even close to what some bodybuilders claim of at least one gram per pound or even two grams per pound I've seen some bodybuilders say they need. So it's not likely the issue when people say that they need more protein. People are getting plenty of protein in their diet with a variety of foods. And you may ask me, how do I know this? Well, I've been teaching college classes since 2010. I've been a dietitian since 1999. And of all the years, of me looking at diet analysis or looking at patients or looking at students' diet analysis, I've not really ever come across somebody who's not getting enough protein in their diet on average. So there might be some days where it's not adequate, but it's made up over the next couple days. So the issue most often comes with the timing of protein. So when I was saying earlier, not eating protein correctly, or there's a correct way to eat protein, this is the example, or what I'm talking about here. Well, let's go to my hypothetical person who needs 80 grams of protein a day, give or take. So I'm just making this number of 80 grams to make it easy for me to do some calculations here. So if these are, this is a typical person that I've encountered over my career, maybe like you, they're getting most of their protein with their evening meal or their meal that's later in the day. If that evening meal includes meat, and I'll just use the examples from last week's episode, let's say four ounces of beef sirloin, that would be 35 grams of protein. And if they included one cup of rice. Another four grams of protein. One cup of broccoli, another four grams of protein. And I'll even add in a cup of milk with eight and a half grams of protein. So, this one meal, if you were keeping track, that's more than 50 grams of protein in this one meal. However, as healthy adults, we can only utilize about 25 to 35 grams of protein per dose. So this 25 to 35 grams is really based on body size. So a smaller person may only be able to utilize 25 grams per dose, but somebody that has more muscle mass, a larger person, would be able to utilize closer to 35 grams per dose. So what does this mean? Well, having a protein shake with 40 to 50 grams of protein is pretty much pointless since the body can't use that extra protein at that moment. Having a piece of meat larger than four ounces because I need the protein isn't really helpful. So what can we do? I have Students who become suddenly concerned that they need to set a time to get another protein shake now that they are, quote, limited into what they can take in. So they're like, okay, so when I have my 35 grams, when can I next take my 35 grams again? So first things first, if you want to take in more, that's okay. If you do take in more, you have that meal that has 50 grams of protein in it. That's fine. It just isn't beneficial. And then I tell people, let's stop loading most of our protein into one meal, but spread it throughout the day. I find very often that people don't include protein in their other meals or don't include a decent amount of protein in their other meals. So to my hypothetical person needing 80 grams of protein, if they had 20 to 25 grams of protein with each meal and then some with their snack, this would be so much better. So breakfast could include one cup of Greek yogurt. Right there, 24 grams in one cup of Greek yogurt. And then three ounces of tuna with lunch would be 22 grams add some veggies and whole grain bread, and that would add another four to five grams. Have a peanut butter and apple for a snack, or a handful of nuts, that's another six to eight grams. And then the dinner that I previously listed would quickly put that person over the 80 grams for the day. So again, 50 grams in one meal isn't harmful It's just not beneficial. And then on top of all this, keep in mind, there's no need for a protein supplement. Now, can you feel that you need protein? I've had people say, well, I feel I need some protein. I am not getting enough protein. I can feel it. Well, that's not really a thing. They, people tell me they feel their body needs protein. And that's the brain. That's not necessarily a physical need for more protein, especially considering what I just said, is that most of us are getting plenty of protein in the diet. I've had people tell me that they've changed their protein supplements and they totally feel a difference. Now, I really don't know what that, quote, difference is, for one, because that isn't how it works. You cannot feel a supplement working most of the time. So having a protein supplement, you're not gonna necessarily feel a difference. And if you insist you can, let me know what this supplement is and what you are feeling that is different. Now there are many ways to get protein throughout the day, through food, it isn't difficult. And I used to have my sports nutrition class do a group activity. This is when we were doing class in person. I've been doing distance learning for years. But the class would do a group activity in which they would devise a one day meal plan that not only included enough protein in the day, but had it spread out throughout the entire day. They were usually able to do this activity in less than 10 minutes. It never included a supplement, and they were usually able to get the right amount of protein in and and then some, meaning they did go a little bit over, which again, isn't harmful, but they were able to get protein, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks without a supplement. And that's real-world nutrition, how we get our nutrients from food. If you have questions about where we get our protein, how to get our protein, quote, the right way to get protein, I'd love to hear from you if you have more questions. And if you have additional ideas for episodes or blog posts for me, I would love to hear from you as well. Use the contact link in, my, in the show notes, and I will leave you there this week. Bye for now.